This is Secrets to Win Big, your roadmap to sustained growth. Brought to you by Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. Find him at zenmango.com. And now, here's your host, Arjun Sen. Welcome to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen. Today, it is my incredible pleasure to have a conversation with Trisha Ben, the Chief Executive Officer of C-Suites Network, the most influential network of business leaders. She's the General Manager of the Hero Club, an invitation-only member organization for CEOs, founders, and investors. Many a time when I read the resume, I am somewhat curious, intrigued. But today when I'm reading the resume, I'm celebrating. The reason I'm celebrating is when COVID hit, most of us micro entrepreneurs were somewhat lost. There was this ray of hope that was Trisha, Jeffrey Hazlett, and the rest of the C-Suits network who have a very simple policy that no person is left behind. Okay. To me, getting a little emotional, it was like the business version of Noah's Ark. But only thing is, Noah took only two of our species, Jeffrey and Trisha, and C-Suites Network took all of us. All of us are incredibly grateful to C-Suites for the leadership that they brought to us to let every one of us shine on our own path. So Trisha, I had to get that out because that was in me for a while. But with that, welcome to Secrets to Win Big. Thank you so much, Arjun. I'm so thrilled and honored to be here with you. So, Trisha, I want to start by looking at something which I've seen in you over and over again. As a leader, you always have clarity of vision that gets us all excited. Okay. I want to ask you, as the CEO of C-Suites Network, what is your big vision? And more importantly, what's your secret? to get us that vision clarity to everybody? For me, Arjun, it really started with Jeffrey Hazlett, you mentioned our chairman and founder, my business partner, sharing his vision from stage. We brought him into keynote. I was the treasurer of my national association and he shared this vision for C-Suite Network that there would be this place that executives and influencers could go and they'd be supported and they'd be able to have those conversations that are so critical and they'd be able to move quickly, get to the right solutions and, and build their businesses faster, be uber connected, so to speak. And that initial vision became so much clearer as you know, the following year after he had launched it, I became the very first paying sponsor of C-Suite Network. And then it started to really live for me. And I went from being an executive at three enterprise-sized organizations, building businesses and, and, um, and, and just so many incredible experiences. That's a whole other interview, Arjun. But, but I went from that to this incredible fuller vision. And I'd say every year it's just built more and more where now the vision is, is fleshed out into this entire executive ecosystem and a platform that delivers what all of us need as executives, owners, investors, and influencers to see our success accelerated. 
and very much in a values-based approach where, where we are all about really great leaders seeing success because we know great leaders deliver success that matters. Yeah, Patricia, you, know, you and I both hear brands talk about businesses, talk about the word value. Many a time, the value is defined by how me, the business, makes money. At C-Suites, I've seen it differently because I was wondering during the COVID days or post-COVID days, how you guys were getting all of us together. How were you guys making money? Like you guys, nobody was making money that time. Let's be totally honest. So how do you stay true to a value when your core business is challenged, but you guys never, ever moved an inch away from the vision to take every executive forward. So how do you stay true to a vision in times like that? Arjun, it is the time you stay true to your values. There is no exception, period. And it's the only thing that will actually keep you going to the success you want to see. If you give up on your values in the tough times, then you don't really have those as your values. And we lived that very painfully. 2020 was the most painful year in our business by far. Having said that, we did put that stake in the ground. And Jeffrey famously said, you know, we're not healthcare first responders, we're business first responders. And as business first responders, we promise to be there. So you'll remember, Arjun, we never canceled one meeting. We moved everything very quickly online. And we went from 120 in-person events a year to zero in person. So our whole business model, everything about our revenue generation was absolutely challenged. In addition, without planning, of course, nobody plans for a global pandemic. We launched a $99 a month membership, a virtual experience of membership in C-Suite Network. We had nothing to do that in a profitable or efficient manner. We had to manually maintain, build and maintain and nurture in addition to nurturing those we already had in higher levels of membership. So it was uh, extremely painful and we made absolute values-based decisions that could not have been more difficult. And there are those who don't appreciate it, don't take advantage of it, whatever it is, um, don't understand that give. But I'll tell you what, it's three and a half years now after COVID and the bonds that were formed, including ours, Arjun, I'm so grateful for the time we had together during COVID. Those bonds are forever and they are deep. And while 2020 was the worst year we've ever had, 2021 was the best year up until 2021. 2022 was the best year up until 2022. And 2023, we continue to scale extensively and create now the fastest growth area of our business now is our collaborative partnerships with those who've been with us through those that, that time period. It's just been tremendous. Wow. You just take me back the memory lane, I remember in the first meeting, Jeffrey talked about, we are not here to survive. We are here to thrive. Okay? And I thought this guy is crazy. This guy is crazy. And then I realized, yes, he's crazy, but crazy good. Okay, Crazy caring, crazy amazing. Okay? And that's the part where I really love the way it works. And I also want to you know, share a very personal moment at the end of year one, 
like some of us, the bank balance was approaching zero at a faster rate than I could imagine. So one of the things I wanted to cut was not being at C-suites. I couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. I got a call from Jeffrey. Jeffrey said, whether you come or not is not your choice. You will be there. We need <laughs> you. Whether you pay or not, that's your choice. I'm not worried about it. Don't pay. But I want to make sure you are there in every meeting because this whole journey is about everyone. Okay. It was an only a very simple meeting with Jeffrey. He shows love and affection without getting emotional. A little emotion could have been nice from a dramatic point of view, but <laughs> the conversation is one of those conversations that has been etched in my mind. And it connects back to what you said earlier is value is what you do in hard times, because if you don't live the values, you have no values. So, Trish, I want to move from vision to where actions happen delivering on that. A okay. lot of organizations who have been trying to mimic the C-suites model can make bigger, better promises. But at the end, you are a champion. And before this interview, I talked to six different individuals who know you. And all of them defined you as a champion in delivering results at the highest level. How the heck do you get six people randomly I picked to say that about you? What are you doing? First of all, I'm I'm honored that that was said. I The most important thing I think, Arjun, is, and, and this ties into what are those most important lessons you learn in life? People are incredible. And when you tie into what makes people incredible, you're able to deliver at levels that nobody would expect. And so that, just generally speaking, I think is first and foremost so important because this is the everyday we are here together and this is the moment we have and I'm reveling in this moment and I know you as well Arjun you're here fully present in this moment and when you focus on people that you're working with people that you are serving people that you want to benefit from your success that is absolutely the most important thing so and and I know there are all those excuses I love that you said I don't allow my excuses that's my inner voice constantly what about that's an excuse? Get rid of that. You know, I, I I have that inner dialogue that says no, that's not a that's not going to be a place I'm going. So there are people who aren't going to be that. Okay, great, move on because there are so many people who are going to see that your mission is so important. They're going to be on that mission and they're going to bring their skill sets and their incredible passion and talent for delivering on that. And you're going to see things that you would never even imagine. And that's been something that has just been such a a delight, a lifeline, something of beauty. And and it delivers excellence. And then there are also, so there's that that whole human side of things. We're human and, and never, ever forget that. And especially in the challenging times. And then on the other side of things is your infrastructure the actual tools and structures that help you succeed. So Arjun, you'll remember this, right after COVID and for many months afterward, 
and and even to this day, it's quite entertaining. If if people are listening, I'm moving my hands in a hockey stick, but I'm going to move one hand to pull the other hand up into that hockey stick. I had everyone moving their hands all over the place, but they were generally going in an upward direction. And I used this very simple model to explain what we would do from an infrastructure perspective to see success in a global pandemic where nobody knew what would happen. It was very uncertain. It, there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of that hide your head in the sand. And what I explained very simply with my hands going up in that upward direction, we all want to see the hockey stick. I explained that this was the only kind of growth we could see with the pandemic happening to us. We had to be growing quickly. You cannot stand still. Standing still in crisis is death. So we have to be moving as upward, uh, you know, and uh, in, in that upward trajectory as quickly as we possibly can. And then what we can be thinking too is how do we innovate when everything is changing around this? And this is not just in a global pandemic, it's when marketplace changes and all kinds of different things happen, different technologies and so on. We want to be pulling up with our innovation, ideas, et cetera, and we want to be filling in to keep that hockey stick going upward with our operational success and how do we operationalize the things that are working for us in those innovative ideas and keep moving. Now, the key to this, and this was really important during COVID, is so much fear. And then, of course, that just natural thing of fear of failure, you've got to keep pulling up. So the only way to do that is you simply let go of that fear. Whatever doesn't work, doesn't work for us now. We're just going to drop it for the moment. We've learned from it. We'll keep those learnings. But we'll drop those things that don't work for us right now and we'll keep moving up. And so that was one piece of infrastructure, a, a visualization, an understanding of what we were doing. When you're trying something, it's not a failure that it didn't work for us. It's a learning that helps us keep moving up. And make it so that everybody can be moving forward as quickly as humanly possible. So that's that's one of those tools is that visualization, that structure that shows people very viscerally, this is what we're doing and this is what it means. And let's let go of all that other noise and keep moving. You know, what I like, you know, you just hit a lot of things for me and all of them are just going in my mind. I'm trying to process them. One is a visual storytelling is so important. It's like you just drew in my mind a Nike swish with your hockey stick. Okay? But that hockey stick, even though it's a very powerful thing, has to connect to my needs. And that was the big thing is I have a little disagreement with you and Jeffrey is I don't think you guys were business first responders alone. First responders make sure I'm back to living status and leaves me. You didn't. You guys, when you do the hockey stick, you had taken the responsibility to bring us back into hope and in an accelerated journey forward. Okay, that's where that hockey stick becomes very important. And I just think that the way you connected, I think was very important for us to look at is there were three levels. Level one, get me back to stable state. Level two, give me the hope and the path forward. But the most important thing is you as a leader to be a step ahead, to build the bridge and the infrastructure to deliver. Because if you got us all excited to go on this hike at 4 a.m. in the morning and you didn't have a plan, 
that didn't work. So I really love all these things together as you're connecting. So from, from yeah, go ahead, please. Well, Arjun, I was just thinking, you know, as you're sharing that, the authenticity to say, this is what we're working on. So this is this is the vision. This is the mission we've accepted. And, and, and this is what we're working on to be able to deliver that. That's a constant agile process. And that's another thing that I'm very proud and honored to hold a space where we're not saying be perfect like us. It's absurd. There is nothing perfect in building successful businesses. There is nothing perfect in the human experience. It's about how do we keep working? have the agility, play with ideas, work with great people that inspire us and motivate us and bring new tools to the table. So every year with C-Suite Network, and you'll remember this, that there was a time when we would get, you're changing, you know, you're moving, you're, you're moving so quickly, you're adding so many things, you know, that kind of thing. And it was sort of like, well, buckle up because, you know, we're going to keep going. Then COVID happened. We never heard that again but we have continued to evolve. So how do we continue to provide those services and tools and at the same time recognize that all of us as leaders have the human side of what makes us uh, succeed in, in our leadership, in our business, and, and of course, in our personal lives as well. So I want to go back to my feedback. When I talked to those seven individuals, these were the two other things which were not the number one. These were the second and the third. The second one was no nonsense. The third one, the middle word, I'm just not going to utter, but I'm going to give you an implication what it is. But the initials are GSD, get equivalent of crap done. (laughs) And, And to me, I think, you know, it was, again, it was all of them were focused on the personality. But that I think is so important from a leader. What I learned during those interviews was, Leader is all about delivering the promise, not about making the promise. Politicians many a time make a promise they don't deliver or they don't have intent to deliver. But I really think that whole thing about intent, plan, delivering is so important in this journey. I want to take a bigger picture reflection and say, Natrisha, this is not your first big win. You've had big wins before and of course, This is the biggest win yet, but bigger ones are ahead. Mm -hmm. So as you go through, looking back, celebrating, what is your superpower? What is that one thing that makes Trisha Ben, Trisha Ben? It's like Michael Jordan with tongue out, dunking. What is Trisha's superpower? My superpower, Arjun, I think at the end of the day, It's a true appreciation and connection for what is incredible about what we can do and the impact we can have. And, and I, I will say, you know, you said uh, no nonsense and get things done. Um, And, you know, to me, it's, you can say a lot of things, but being real and really delivering something of value. There's there's nothing there's there's nothing wrong in the trying and not quite getting there. Yesterday I had my team in stitches because I was asked a question publicly about, you know, criticism and noise and imposter syndrome and I said, 
here's the thing. If you're getting up and taking a swing and you miss, no problem. You've learned something. You'll be better next time. There's all of those types of things. And you might just hit it out of the park, right? So, so you can't, you can't hit anything you don't swing at. But for people who sit back and criticize the swing, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, so for me, that, that superpower is really about understanding there's so much success we can create that has real impact and, and just creating that space where we can be real about what we're trying to achieve, what we want to be able to do, and then connecting great people to be able to do that. I love that. Superpower, Trisha Ben, real, seeing people's potential and connecting those potential in real life so people achieve. And then Trisha becomes like Jerry Maguire, whose hand is on the shoulder in the picture, but not there. Love that. Thank you for sharing. So you know what, Arjun? Yeah, Here's ahead. another thing that is so important, and I think it's a lot, has a lot to do with our connection. Mm-hmm. And, and that is, you have to look at what is real. And frequently with success of all the different kinds, people start believing their press. And I think with you and I, that keeping it real about who we are, what we're doing, not accepting the nonsense, real rebellion, real rebellion happens here. Not, you know, you know, somebody gets a whole sleeve of tattoos. I hope they love it and it's beautiful, but that's not rebellion. That's now matching other people with tattoos. You've found your tribe faster. Um, Real rebellion is thinking differently, is standing alone uh, for something of importance. And so I think that's something also where that kind of noise for me has been something that I've been able to shut out considerably and as i've gotten older it's exercised like a muscle to to really olympic levels you know and and it's something i'm very conscious of every day and i know this is something that you and i connect with so much and and it means something when others look at you and they're struggling with different pieces and you know and and with ourselves of course as well but but it's it's that it's that that's that that authenticity to say here's where we are and this is the difference we want to make not there's no perfect in this there's no perfect in any of it it's it's the beauty of the experience when you say real i want to also go into a different dimension of real is the human side i was driving on i-45 when i got the news about your promotion our connection and seeing you get there, well-deserved, is so strong, our connection. I had to pull over. I had to pull over because I cannot wait to congratulate Trisha on this amazing accomplishment, okay? And that, I think, connection was earned. That's the connection when you invest in people. And that person cannot wait till to get to a destination. My daughter is very proud. I did not try to call you or text you when I was driving. So if she's listening, she needs to know that dad scores a point here. But I think that is very important that we need to build those uh, connections. When, When that person gets rewarded, I feel I got rewarded. 
Yes. Because it's, it, it's every person's own journey. Because to me, that's the part where it's not about how Trisha got promoted. I didn't know. It's not that. It's Trisha's promotion makes my life bigger. And that's the investment you made. And the second part is me like a little kid. We are both five-year-olds. Like Trisha got this new toy. I had to go and congratulate her. And I really think creating that is very important because that is the investment that you have made with not just one, but hundreds of us. Of course, I'm the most special. Everybody knows that. It's all about me. But now from there, I want to move to an important area. There have been some incredible leaders in your life. Mm -hmm. I want you to pick one, and I want to pick one. And I want to know what that person's biggest gift to you has been. And I want to go first. In our conversations, you have talked a lot about your dad, an incredible, amazing, wow human being, the kind of dad every daughter should have. Every son, okay, but daughters are more special to me because my daughter is cool. <laughs> Talk to me about one big lesson you got from your dad. My father, uh, he uh, was a jockey when I was a child and uh, and then ended up becoming an electrician and a contractor. And so I spent all of my childhood, whenever I could, by his side doing whatever was happening. So as a little girl, I knew I was fully capable of anything to the point where you know, as I became older, even even to this day, uh, when I show up with my dad, it's like, okay, we are jackhammering this. Here you go, you know. And I, next thing you know, I'm operating a jackhammer. I don't know what I'm doing, but but my dad thinks I can, so I can. And I, and you do something substantive. So with my father, I learned this confidence and capability that, of course, I could do anything I set my mind to, and I had full confidence that I would. And one of my stories that I love to end a speech with, Arjun, is absolutely the result of you and our conversations where I'll share the story of my husband and my father and one of the most important life lessons. Should I tell it, Arjun? Yeah, go for it. I, that, I want to hear the story. That's the reason I set you up. <laughs> okay. So, you know, my my husband is six foot seven. We had our first child. I didn't. I didn't tell you my dad was a jockey and only about five two. But but anyway, so my my husband's a, a very big, strong, capable man, and we went and to visit my father. And my father said, "Ah, I have to even out a gravel lane for the conservation area up the road." You ready? You want to go? Uh, of course, this I've trained my whole entire life for the yes, you know, I'm in. And so my husband, wanting to be a good son-in-law, says, of course, he's going to come as well. And what he didn't understand was when my father asked that, of course, I am doing whatever it is. So we get into his big tractor, which is way up off the ground. And I'm driving, of course. And the thing about me driving is I can't see where the ditch is. But it is very much at least six foot down, if not more. And so as we're driving up the, the lane, the, the actual road, my father is just very quietly moving his hand one inch over. I can't see a thing except my dad's hand. My husband can't see anything except for the fact that the ditch is 
absolutely there. And we are very, very close to it. So finally, he yells, stop. He gets out, says we are crazy people, and takes our daughter to safety. <laughs> I, of course, with all the confidence in the world, knew that when, as my dad is moving his hand one inch over, I have another inch I can go. And so I use that to share that story of the confidence you have and the people you know, love, trust, that one inch you are in full safety, you know exactly where you stand. And also the whole notion that one inch, you know, we don't need to boil the whole ocean. We can just boil a little bit at a time and have that tremendous strength and opportunity and confidence that we're going to get where we're going. You know, to me, the first time I heard this story, what hit me hard was, we all get in a situation where that one inch will make a difference. At that point of time, you cannot build a trust. The trust was built way before between, in this case, an amazing dad and a cool daughter. And when the situation came, life, the margin is always inches. Okay? At that point, the leader trusts himself because the story everybody should not miss when Tim took his daughter out, your daughter kept his daughter, who is equally important, in the tractor. Very important to know. So this hand gesture of his incredible confidence in himself and you, I really think is one of the best stories I've heard on building relationships, connecting, because when life that half an inch matters, many of us don't go on the journey, we give up. Only those who have invested build the team that they can keep somebody as precious as their daughter in the tractor and guide through life. So kudos to you and your dad for an amazing, amazing story that has enriched my life. So thank you for sharing. But now one other leader you want to pick and one lesson you have learned from that person. So my my challenge in this, as you well know, Arjun, I could say you. <laughs> I am, I, you know, I cannot, I cannot emphasize enough how much our relationship has meant to me, you know, and, and it wasn't something I expected. It was this tremendous gift. I, I could say uh, my business partner, our chairman and founder, Jeffrey Hazlett, you know, uh, uh, walk with swagger, you know, and own what you're going to deliver. And, and, you know, people don't like something. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> you move on. Um, and, and there's so many people that I've been so blessed and so grateful to have their leadership. And, and just, just like we all know, sometimes people come in for a moment of our lives and have this tremendous impact. And then others come in and they're there your entire life. And, and as I said, I'm so grateful for all of it. I I'm going to, I'm just going to say today, because today I have today and I'm interviewing Miles Nadell today. And Miles Nadell hired me at MDC partners years ago now um, I was a chief marketing officer. I had PL responsibilities for one of our New York businesses, and I was uh, a strategy for all of MDC partners. We owned over 60 agencies globally. 
And the one thing I've been sharing about him, and I'm so excited, I get to interview him tonight. Wow. Yes. So Arjun, that's that's my my special guest for uh, for my uh, podcast this evening, and he is um, the kind of leader that when you sit in the room with him, you not only know that he's successful. And there's a lot, right? There are there's a there's a lot of success <laughs> and a lot of successful people. But what happens in the room with him is you leave the room understanding how great you are. And so when you walk in the room with Miles Nadell, you understand when you leave the room that flying through that wall or achieving whatever it is you set out to achieve is entirely doable and yours to have. And so that kind of leadership, it was magic to watch that as he built MDC Partners and convinced people that this new model of centralized services and ownership that was, you know, less than 50% because MDC Partners, we acquired at least 51% of the agencies that we owned was a good idea. And, um, and it was a tremendous disruption in the in the market and uh and and a phenomenal example of that kind of model very early on so i'll I'll say miles nadell today in honor of the fact that i get to spend time with him as well as uh as you and jeffrey but but so many arjun and that's something i would say is a lot of times people will you know look for this you know one person that will give them everything or they will inauthentically name a mentor that never even met, but they've read, you know, and somehow that makes them look more erudite or more important. But I'd say the power of those that mentor us is whatever that true gift is that you can learn from, that you can adapt, that you can build into your ways of creating success for yourself and anybody that you care about in terms of who you serve. I like the thing about Miles you talked about is these are leaders who leave the room making you feel wow. Okay. And I also love the thing that you mentioned is never one person. Okay. I'm just nearly finishing a book called The Sherpas, Lean on the Sherpas in my life. What I realized is Sherpa does two things. Sherpa knows the path. Sherpa is the super GPS. But more important, just when you are doubting your strength, mm-hmm. you are doubting whether you can carry the oxygen tank all the way there, the Sherpa says, lean on me. I will carry your load and inspire you to move forward. The Sherpa's picture is never there when you get to the top of Mount Everest. Okay? In fact, the Sherpa takes the picture because his picture, her picture is never there. And I really think these are amazing Sherpas in our life. I want to, from here, take the conversation to a totally goofy level. Mm-hmm. You just got an evite today, and that evite came for, from 16-year-old Trisha Ben. She's planning a meeting of Trisha Ben, 16, her, Trisha Ben, you, today, and Trisha Ben, 99 years old. Where will this meeting of these three Trishas happen? And give me a little flavor, what would that meeting look like that day? I am such a believer in here. 
when people ask, you know, who who would you meet if you could meet anyone in the world? Oh my goodness, Arjun, I wouldn't give up this moment for anything. I don't care who it would be. <laughs> so so for me, there's not that place other than the place where I am. And and so so let's say those versions of me are all here right now. The funniest thing and in reflecting on this is I'd have to say to myself, just keep going, just keep going. And, and ironically, I had an early mentor who said that to me, and I can't tell you how annoyed I was with him. I can't tell you how, <laughs> what do you mean? Keep going. I want to know what do I have to do, you know, to get here, to get there, to do this, to do that. Like, how will, how will I do now what I need to be ready for then? And, um, and, and ironically here, I sit at 52 years old thinking, just keep going, you know, just keep going and, and really continue to enjoy that moment. Don't compare. I, I, I seldom look back, Arjun. I, it's just not something that does anything for me. I am very consciously in my moment that I'm in and I'm here because I chose to be here and then looking forward to, you know, where I'll be when I'm there. And so I think I will just say, keep going. And, and if I am blessed to be a hundred and more than a hundred, I can't wait to know what I know then in terms of how I can be living in that moment and sharing that with, anybody <laughs> that that uh you know would would benefit from that it's it's um it's such an interesting such an interesting thing to think about and then you get into alternate realities you know this is this is something that fascinates me too but but anyway i um i, I think i'd just say keep going okay, absolutely mm -hmm. but this has been a fascinating conversation okay i want to thank you for answering every question, some were goofy, some were serious. And, you know, it's only fair. If you have a question that you have for me, I would love to try to answer that. Arjun, the questions that I would have for you are always, you know, along the lines of meaning of life, you know, but here's here's what I will I will ask you just to be able to share a little bit of the brilliance that I just love and um, hold so incredibly dear is how do you keep yourself in that what I would call rebellion stage? You don't accept the parameters that would be placed on you. You think not just outside of the box, but in every line of possibility in terms of how you solve for problems. And, and then you manage to apply that in how you, how you work with people, how you lead to successful outcomes. And I just love for you to share you know, where that comes from for you and, and how you nurtured that you know, in your journey. It's, I think it's all about something you said being real. Okay. I get bored easily. 
which means I have to entertain myself every day. I'm not that kid who can go to a restaurant every time, get the same puzzle and the same crayons. So I need to invent myself, which means it's my challenge. So knowing who you are and knowing the path that you need to thrive. It's just like if you are a plant, you know what ingredients need to be fed for you to blossom. And it's your responsibility to find that. If I just stay and say, you know, my job is boring, this, that, Arjun, do something about it. Okay? And that's the part where what I've realized that challenging and creativity is a constant journey. My wife thinks I'm a pain in the back because if we are driving every street, I see the street sign and find a meaning. War in India means war means beautiful. There's a street. Anytime we go on war street, I said, wow, wow, wow. Like she's like, come on, Arjun, stop it. Okay. No, I don't want my brains to stop ever. Okay. It's like an exercise. If And that's the part where that constant journey is very important. And the second thing also is surrounding myself with people from totally different areas in life. The third part is when I worked with some of the top golfers, what hit me hard was these are individuals who are putting in 10 to 15 hours a day to maintain and enhance current skills. Okay? It hit me when I was flying back from Jupiter, Florida. That day was twice a year. I go to two conferences that to meet the same people like I realized Arjun is a dinosaur. Arjun is going to ex get extinct tomorrow. So that's the part where I came back and put a very simple plan for myself that every year I want to learn something totally random. Mm -hmm. Back Four years back, it was, I want to play golf at an amateur level and be the best I can be. I don't compete with others. Be the best I can be. Mm -hmm. I got perfectly good. Okay? I got about quite a few amateur trophies and then my wife said there's no more place for trophies I quit <laughs> this year again it was related to sports I wanted to be certified as one of the highest level sports mental coaches on the planet why I don't know because life is all about first collect dots not connecting dots mm -hmm. enough dots you can connect any way you want or choose not to connect. That becomes very important. Mm -hmm. And finally, a few years back, my daughter had given me this black magnet. Okay? I think it's one of the most special things ever. One, of course, it came from my daughter. It says, every day do something that you are afraid of. Okay? And I have put it you know, at a client's office. I go twice a week. I just put it there on the door. I look at it and I see that every day. And I challenge myself. And I really think, you know, I'm very glad and you're kind to ask this question. But my biggest request to everyone is find what you love. And don't stop. Love to find the path to what you love. Okay? That path is yours. Nobody on this planet can stop you. Okay? I hope I answered your question. You did, Arjun. And, and I love that you raised that last point as well as the, the fear, you know, conquering fear. Can I share with you a story that I wanted to share with you for the very first time? 
So, you know, I grew up on a farm and I've been trying to help people with this whole notion of fear because fear stops people from doing what is brilliant. Fear stops people from the discovery. Everything you just talked about and that I admire, and I know all of us admire so much about you and benefit so greatly from you is because you conquer that fear, at least for the moment to try that thing, right? Whatever that is. So, so my story is I say, listen, if I need people to understand, it's not about being precious. You're going to fall. You're going to bruise your knees. You're going to scrape yourself up. But if you're doing something meaningful, that's important. And so I always say, you know, I was born on and raised on a farm and there are only three states of being on a farm. Spoiler alert, Arjun, just so that you don't think you can be creative on this one. You can't. <laughs> one is the only one you want to be. There's no creativity in this. One is useful. That's it. Useful. Not a high bar. <laughs> useful. Two, and this is why you don't want to be two or three. Two is dead. And mm. three is useful dead. Yeah, there are only three states of being. <laughs> so, so what this says is, you know, when you're born and raised on a farm, you need to be useful. Doesn't matter if you're old or young. Doesn't matter if you're tall or skinny or tall or short, uh, fat or skinny. Uh, it doesn't matter what you like to wear or what body parts you have. All that matters is that you're useful. And so I, I, I'm enjoying the heck out of this story because if you're doing something meaningful, you're delivering and you need to be useful in delivering that. And yes, you're going to get some bumps and bruises. It might not look pretty most of the time, but you're going to do something useful that moves 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 people forward, moves you forward. You know, the thing that I love the story, but the thing I love more is what you said at the beginning is gold. You have to overcome fear only for this instant of time. Okay, it's so much easier if you told me, Arjun, there's this fear. You have to overcome for the rest of your life. I quit. Yep. You, can you overcome fear for the next 10 minutes? No, ma'am. 10 seconds? No. One second? Yes, I can. Okay. Yep. And I also want to add something to this is I'm doing a big presentation on living beyond fear. And I'm starting by saying I figured out the address where fear lives. Fear lives in tomorrow. Yes. Fear never comes and sees you today. And that's the part where I figured fear is in my mind. So what I request everybody just to build on what you said is, instead of fear, if you remove fear and put uncertainty, we all are brilliant in uncertainty. COVID taught us amazingly. And the moment you have uncertainty, scratch through it and put the word opportunity. Once you are looking at opportunity, you are home field, then scratch the opportunity and put a vision for the win when you're holding the trophy, celebrating with your team. So where is fear? Like fear does not exist. And I'm so glad we got there. So Trisha, this has been fascinating. Okay. This has been a gift to all of us, of course, to me more. And really want to thank you from the bottom of your, the bottom of my heart huge fan of yours and looking forward to celebrating every future win and pulling over and calling you for every one of them. Thank you. Thank you so much, Arjun. 
You've been listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. To learn more, visit www.zenmango.com. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.